This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, good evening, everybody. Um, this is, we're holding here in the middle of the Darfet Chaim. We saw the Chav Pez, Chav Gimel, Chav Dalet, Chav Hey, Chav Dalet, all about the Indian of the different kufis of a person's Giddel. We have um, a Tkufa of Hevel Piyam Shotinoikes, which is a Tkufa of Tahara in Klal Yisrael. Um, this is like the Malach that teaches you in the, in the Guf. There's a tkufa of yeled, of chinech yeled, where that's from that's uh, from the bar, that's called the bar mitzvah, where the child is not uh, he, he doesn't have a, he it's a toiv. We spoke about it last time, and then and then afterwards when the it's a toiv comes back in again and so on. Um, I wanted th- th- this this pattern of having something that is pure. Then having the ram mixed in, and then the tikkun, um, follows a certain pattern. In other words, we need to put down a shayrish that's toiv. We 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 then must come into contact with, and into active contact with that which is ra in the world, and then it finally the second toiv. The reason for those first two stages are as follows. If there wouldn't be a tkufa of pure toif, then you'd never be able to overcome the ra that's afterwards. If you wouldn't have the ra that's afterwards, you'd never be able to be in that ra. In other words, the only way there could be a tikkun on ra is if you actually connect with it. There has to be some sort of chibur, and if there's no such chibur, then it's not going to affect it. An outsider cannot really um, vanquish um, a different force. You you can fight against it, you can win against it, but to totally eradicate it has to be mineo be narga. There has to be something that within it, within together. Those are, and then eventually, and then finally, obviously, the, the tkufa when everything is good. I want to talk a little bit. This is the last time we'll be we'll we'll be learning um, till after Pesach, Mitz Hashem. So I'd like to speak a little bit about um, a, a Pesach Indian. Um, I, I want to start with Rav Futnas Maimer. It's Maimer Ayin Aleph from Pesach, and he says the following. Um, he, he, he makes the following point. He brings a raya from a chazan ish that there's never simchas yontif on, on, on the night of a yontif. All the the shalmi simcha all have to be brought on uh, the day, and therefore the mitzvah in simcha is only shayach the day. The, the, he brings a chazan ish that yotzim and aklal is the first night of Pesach, since we have kabbonis achag. Um, and those components, we have the Korban Pesach that, that, that we're bringing. So, 
there's a, a din simcha person, there's simcha with it. I, I didn't see it as a society, but basically quotes, there's a din, there's a kiyom of, of simcha with that. And Rafutna raises the question as to why is it that you have that unique din only on Lel Pesach? He also points out the Gemara in Brachis, where it says the Geula was at night, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Klal Yisrael, um, when Paro told Klal Yisrael, get, get going, you know, I, I want you out of here. Whereas the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was until the next day. So it, it's sort of the Geula of Mitzrayim basically um, split into two um, segments. The segment that's called Geula proper, and that was at night, and the segment that's called Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, that was during the day. It's very, very strange Chalukah. Um, it's, it's one thing if you just look at it, I guess I would coin a phrase and call it Geula Rechta. That's how the Geula took place. That's how it happened. But what, is it, what does it mean that the Geula has been to do? And each one has its own Kviya Shem. Each one is its own entity, its own Metzias. Why? I mean, what, what kind of Mahalach is that? So, Rafutna writes as follows. That Klal Yisrael, um, until, until the Geula of Mitzrayim, Klal Yisrael had um, impurities in itself. Klal Yisrael was not totally taif. The reason why we went into Golis Mitzrayim, um, Chazal tell us, is because um, it was like a Korazov. It was a furnace, a blast furnace, that purified us. Um, you know, we, we had Hamushimalu. There, there, there was a big segment of Kalayisrael that wasn't part of what Kalayisrael was supposed to be. To be. So we did not, we, we in Kalayisrael um, did not have our pure selves. It stopped at the night of the, it stopped at night. As soon as Pirate told them to go, they were Geulim, they were Nik Olim, and then Mimela, from that point onwards, they, 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 they no longer had impurities. They were a nation ready to go as they were. In the morning, as soon as they started going, it says that Erev Rav Allah Imohem. There was Erev Rav, a mixture of other nations that went with them together out of Mitzrayim. So that means in the morning, at, from the moment of Yitz, of Nesiyah, or of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, we have Erev Rav. The Pasuk speaks about the Erev Rav of Allah Imohem. So this Erev Rav that went up with them came during the day, and once again, Klal Yisrael was not, um, it was not whole. They, they had a lot of things mixed in with them, and they weren't themselves. The only period of time in Klyasol's history that they were um, totally um, pristine, Klyasol and only Klyasol, 
without the the mixed in um, impurities of before and without the the mixed impurities of afterwards was in that period of time between Geula and Yitzia. And that's why um, it, it, you needed this this special moment and the um, and, and that's why it's a Zman Simcha, a special Zman Simcha because um, it's, it, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's an incredible Zman that was never duplicated in Kaisal's history. That's the um, that's how that's I put this describes this period of time. Maimam um, Muska, parenthetically, I'd like to add something to it. Why Taka did the Erevrav come late? I mean, yeah, Dashkoch led that way, and I understand that. Nakashkoch wants we should be pure. That's that's true. That's the point we're going to talk about. But it's some interesting that. So I think it has something to do with the etzimetzias of Ra and where they could be knit back to Kali Yisrael. Ra's Russian can be very deep. They're never as deep as Kali Yisrael. So when Kali Yisrael begins to do something, when Kali Yisrael is Allah, so as soon as they do something, the Erev Rav sticks onto it. The Erev Rav recognizes the Metzias of Kal Yisrael as a, um, as a Metzias when it is in motion. When it's not in motion, so all you have is Kal Yisrael just um, the Metzias before it's in motion. It, it's, a, it's, it's the essential Metzias of Kal Yisrael before it expressed itself in, in any activity. To recognize that, you need to have, that's only Shaykh to um, Kalalius, that's only Shaykh to Kalalius. Umas Olam don't have that, the ability to be oimed on the essence without the activity. So that's a Mayim Muska's pathetic remark, uh, commenting on, on what Rebutha said. But let's go back to Aaron Yunenu. So Kalal Yisrael has um, in its mitzias, um three periods. It has that one night of um, pristine uh, purity, just Kalal Yisrael at its best. Everybody who's going to Geula. Then you have Erevrav latching on for the longest of times. And then you have Vaslov with the Gula. It's very hard not to feel this Nikuda because um, what was this? Why why did Akash make it that way? Uh, we we explain now how that works. That Dukaisal doesn't move, Rad doesn't detect it as a Kaisal. But why do it that way? Um, why go through all that trouble, so to speak, to have that one night free of neither the impurities from before nor the air of Rav? And the answer is, I think that this Mahalach that Rav spoke about. You needed to have a moment of 
purity. That's like the Malach coming and learning. That's like the Hevopiyam that he's speaking about over here. There's a certain Nakuda of unadulterated Tayyip in Yisrael. Then, if you wouldn't have had the Eruv Rav, if you wouldn't have had the um, the Ra interwoven with Yisrael, Kalayasol would never be able to be mafkia the Ra for the world. So it's true that we don't go around looking uh, for Tikkun Olam and where we could fix the world. But we are, but, but, but whatever Ra we come in contact with, within ourselves, any Ra like that that we come in contact with, with ourselves, when we eradicate it, um, that becomes, um, that becomes misukkah. So, so whatever it was, Kalal Yisrael needed to work with whatever's in it, but they needed a period before that to, to bring out the type. Um, so, so the pattern of Golas and Gulas Mitzrayim follows the same type of pattern. It's something that is, um, it, it, I, I guess, the the, the um, there's a lot of a lot of talk in in the Sfarim about Klayosol went to Golas only to bring out the Shamas from there. And the question is, so the Erev Rav, as difficult as they are, it says, like, for the Shamas that are, for the Shamas, for the Tzitzes, however you want to call it. And the point is that had we not gone in and connected with them, we could not have been mashpi on them. Um, the cloud is whatever you don't have a connection to, you don't have a shpah. A person doesn't have the right to do these things himself. But if the if the if the hashgacha had led that people should come down to if the hashgacha led it that way, we can in retrospect understand that hashgacha. So um, the the um, to take a look in this in Lashon of Dalit, he says, um, So from Olam and Yoyim, from this Hevel Pihem, from this pure Nekuda, um, they, they, um, the, the, the Klal Yisrael has, draws the strength, Humamish is Sarita, Vizel Leman Sererecho Sheme Erevra, so this is the process where we latch on to the Tzayrecha, that's the Erev Rav, and the Hashbis Oyev Mamish. So he says Mefurish that Tzayrecha is going on the Erev Rav. Um, let's explain one more point about this Tzayrecha being Erev Rav, uh, where it's coming from. The word Sora is used so so speci- most specifically for something that is close. An oyev is somewhere out there. A tsara, the best example of a tsara is um, a woman who is who is married to your husband. 
co-wife, I guess, is, is, is I don't know, I don't know if they, what the English term is, but your co-wife is called a tsara. A tsara that's very far away is not a tsara. An oyev or a soine can be living very far away. But a tsara, by definition, is when it's interacting with you. The, um, the word tsara comes from the word tsar, which means narrow. Um, it's something which has in itself, it's, it's a, um, it, 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 it means that me and it together don't have enough room. It's, it's by definition something that I'm closely bound up with. So the Erev Rav is called Seirecha because they are the real Tzara to call Yisrael. Nasa's Tzara Zula means they become friction one with another. The word Tzara means friction and, and, the, and um, friction is possible only in close proximity. So Kali's soul needed to have this Nikuda of Hevopiam, of, of uh, uh, purity, in order to be able to overcome this, the, 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 um, the Erev that had been part and parcel of him. Um, so that was the same pattern. You find it, Lamashal, the Tkufa of Midbar is called Zachata Chesed Nuraich. There's, there's that element of it being the young years that was that was that kufa. Um, the uh, I guess to apply it a minute or two, you know, it, um, Pesach is harder sometimes to apply to ourselves than uh, Yom Kippur or Shem Kippur. We deal immediately with our immediate Hatoyim. Here, here we're talking about things that are broader. We're talking about the fact that when we speak about Golas, Geul, etc., A, we're talking first about a pure Nekuda that's, that's there before anything else happened. I want to explain that point, because this is going to be parallel to what he speaks about that first Nekuda. I want to explain why it's true on a personal level. The morale says, it says of Claudius Rowe would have um, been in the, in the Nunshar Tumah, there wouldn't be any Geula. So the question is, like, so, so why wouldn't there be any Geula? So the morale says, Geula means I'm taking A out of B. Uh, even though they're very similar and they're very intertwined, they're taking A and B. If A becomes B, it's not Shaykh because I'm, what I'm doing is taking a nation and separating it into two. If somebody were to take Americans, the fifth generation Americans, and separate out, um, take out the Ukrainians, there are no Ukrainians. Fifth generation and second generation are Americans. I could I could recreate a new an, an Uma, semi new Uma, but it's not the old one. Geula means I take out that the Kuda. In order to have Geula, 
I need to have something that's definable as being its Metsias. So a Jew can be very, it could be not, not, not very observant, it could be very assimilated, but unless there's a distinguishing Nikuda, a certain Agdara of the person as a Yid, he's not, um, there's not Geula. So in Geula's Mitzrayim, we got a, um, a Hagadara that identifies us as Yidin no matter what. That Hagadara of, of, of what we are, that came, that came first and, and, and that remained even after whatever we went through. Um, once we had a firm Hagadara, and that's independent of what we do. So now anything that we interact with, at the end of time, even if it's rye and we suffer through it, at the end of the process, it's going to come round and, and it's going to become a sukkah again. So in, the, in as much as there's a chiyuf, the fikoch, so there's obviously the chiyuf is on the personal, uh, the suffering and, 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 and so on. You know, I'm not coming to be mafkiyat from the Pshutosh Mikra. But in every person's life, there certainly are these different phases. If, if a person sees himself as being um, towards parallel or, 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 or similar, parallel, parallel to this process, so a person identifies in himself a chilek that never ever got caught up in hate. And that's one nekuda you must identify in yourself in order to be mashpis. The oyev, you know, and and oyev, a person needs to um, to identify the oylem the makom of where the person understands that, believes that. I want to go off again a, 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 a moment on a bit of a tangent. When we speak about matzah as being pashit and amun apshuta and believing the way a need believes and so on, where the, 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 the what we would call amun apshuta would be the level of belief that a young child has. And the level of belief a child has is not because there's any cheshman involved. He doesn't have that ability to make cheshman. It's because that's his mitzias. Whatever, what, that nekuda comes into a person young because this becomes his mitzias rather than his, than something else adopted because Seichel said it's good. When Klaiso left Mitzrayim, the, um, the Lashaynas of the Spartans speak about a very immature mind, it's something which they, they, um, the Korpesach looked like a, like a child, um, a kid, literally, because that's, that's what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a, um, a, a, a young, um, immature person. We did not have the 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 the, the, um, 
uh, cerebral um, knowledge um, that Matthew gave us. We were a child, and as a child, these Inyanim of Mitzrayim impressed themselves upon us, which means it reached a point in our Neshama, a depth that precedes questions and things of that nature. I want to let's explain this point. Um, our understanding of things does not start from scratch. The, um, there, there, there are obviously inborn patterns of understanding. Okay, I get that. But more than that, it's um, I, I, in my younger years, I gather up a lot of things that I accept. For instance, a child growing up in America accepts that it is normal to eat with a fork and a knife. He may not do it. He may not want to do it, but that's normal. He doesn't walk around the table pestering people and asking them constantly, why are you eating with a fork and a knife? As soon as he's told to do it, and he sees everybody do, do it, that's automatic. The, um, on the other hand, when somebody comes to the house and is eating with a chopstick, the kid is all over him. What are you eating? Why are you this? What's this? You know, and so on. The inyanim that we pick up in that early stage remain unquestioned. They remain amitsias. This is what I feel instinctively is right. This is the closest I get to my shrashim. So that's the the the, the makalach of the type of the munakshuta that a person got um, in Yitzhak Mitzrayim, the process of going out of Mitzrayim. But as soon as the Erev joined in, as soon as we began to have more to deal with, now we needed to have the Chachmas to be able to, to, to deal with it that way. It had to be something which would um, give us a, a Havana time and Havana to, to, to those Nyanim that was sort of part of our essence and, and instinctive. So the different Kufis, the person goes through three Kufis, however you want to frame it. Uh, one is an Akud of Tara. One is um, uh, or, uh, a mingling with the Kufis of Ra and difficult. And that's takes the, the, the vast majority of our time. And then there's a point of the Ula afterwards. But the the um, understanding the two points, we, we must precede any work of wrestling with Ra with Anakuda of Tara. And secondly, uh, the, even though when we grapple with Ra, Sometimes we have a sense of lay hain and lay Like, what do I need it for? I, I you know, I, I have such a hard time with it. I'm barely keeping afloat. So, so why would I want to? You know, what, what am I getting out of it? The answer is, A person was put in this world to bring Ra back. That's what the Shabbat wanted as well. We can't do it, um, you know, pre-planned. A person is not supposed to go out 
and, and look for Ra and so on. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings it to us and, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we, we get entangled whether it's with Olam, whether it's people we know, what, or whatever it is. And therefore, we need to be able to, to understand that despite the fact we spend so much time struggling with Ra, still at the end of the day, that the struggle with the Ra enables us to, 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 um, to bring Ra around. If we wouldn't touch base with them, um, then, then they would never come around. Salkoponim, whatever HaKadosh Baruch Hu sends us, whatever Erev um, Rav, HaKadosh Baruch Hu lands on us, the tachos of that Erev Rav is to bring the Rav back together again. Lachman Gailam should have Chakash uh, Sameach and Mitzvashem Kesuchayish Eir time will resume the share again. Call to Hagot.